Have you thought about running your own virtual summit? Imagine an event where you bring together incredible speakers from around the world to offer up a ton of value, grow your email list massively, make amazing sales, create incredible connections, get wonderful feedback, increase your credibility and influence, and so much more. Well, if you are intrigued, then this is the episode for you because I'm going to reveal and pull back the covers on my most recent and first ever virtual summit and all the results, goodness, and learnings from it. Hi, I'm Natalie Sisson, an entrepreneur, best-selling author, speaker, host of this untapped podcast, and a lover of handstands and dogs. I've spent over a decade building successful businesses I love and teaching others to do the same. I want to help you tap into your unlimited potential and make the income and impact you desire simply by being you. In fact, I'm on a mission to help 1,000 women earn at least $10,000 a month and contribute at least 1% of their revenue to causes that they truly care about so that together we can create a ripple effect in this world. So if that sounds like you and you're on board to learn how to make the mindset shifts you need to have the business success you want and the lifestyle that you desire, then this is the podcast for you. So let's dive in, huh? because a lot of people have asked me, oh my gosh, Natalie, I see you just ran your Monetize You Summit. It looked incredible. It sounded incredible. Wow. Like, how did you pull this off? Tell me all about it. And you know me, I love to be transparent. I love to share my learnings. And I just thought that I would let rip in this episode to give you some insight in what it's like to actually run a virtual summit. So here we go. Before recording this episode, actually, I had had a team celebration call where we went over all the results of the summit, how everybody found it, what we learned, but also just all the amazing outcomes of it. And when I set my intention for running a summit at the start of the year, when I planned out my entire Profitable Freedom year, actually back in November, I had put a summit in for May. So I remember I had a 10K club sort of launch at the beginning of the year. I had Launch Your Damn Course Accelerator from February. I had my book coming out in April, and then I had the summit for May, and then I had a bunch of other things planned for the rest of this year, and then little baby news came along and I was like, oh crap, I'm going to have to cut it off at June. So I am going to push everything that I had in the first six months of the year and that is all we're going to focus on. So in many ways, this is a celebration of hitting that point, being really thrilled with the decision to still go ahead with the summit because at one point I was like, do I really want to be doing this when I'm pregnant? And finishing off a great sort of first half almost of this year. And one of the things that I said to my team before we even embarked on this was, I want this to be fun. I want it to be enjoyable, similar things. I want it to be streamlined and I want it to be easy. And basically the motto for this entire year has been about ease, grace and flow. And I very much wanted that for the summit. We'd had a big launch in February. It was a pretty stressful thing to drag a relatively new team through and it wasn't always pleasant I'm not gonna lie like I love online courses I love launches but it did feel like a lot of effort and there were a few things that went wrong and I've done a launch analysis within my 10k club to share with people all the learnings there but this I wanted to be fun and easy and just a really good experience for the team and so first off I will say we achieved that and more like the whole experience had the team 
just growing in confidence, getting excited, stepping up into their true capabilities. We all worked really well together. I had a new virtual assistant come on board literally at the start of the summit and she rocked it. So thank you, April. But Lauren with her project management, Ash with her copywriting skills and social, Rev with her amazing WordPress design and building out, you know, a new membership site and all these beautiful landing pages. Sunita, who has been in my community for a long time, runs summits herself before and as came on board sort of as the community manager and to help out with this and also dealing with some of the speakers. And then of course, Rolly, who was editing all the videos and audios as my podcast editor. Thank you, Rolly. It was a big deal, right? And then I was really fronting the whole show, getting on board all the people that I thought would be amazing for it, doing all the incredible interviews, making sure that they felt held and important, which they are, and really getting the best out of them during our sessions and being very intentional about who I chose and how I ran the summit. And then, of course, a lot of the behind the scenes as well, just helping every single team member with what they were doing, some of the fun tech glitches that happened throughout, which I'll share with you. And also, I think probably my biggest strength was just follow up with a lot of people who were sharing their feedback with me, which has been outstanding and blew me away. Um, And also managing them into becoming 10K club members, which was a beautiful result of running the summit. And again, there was full intention behind the summit to be a driver towards helping people join the 10K club, but also to help people focus on 10 ways to earn 10K per month. So let's start there, shall we? It is called the Monetize You Summit. The tagline, 10 ways to earn 10K per month, was exactly the strategic focus that I wanted for this. I have been a part of so many summits. I have agreed to do so many summits since I started in business. And I will say most of them are hit and miss. What often ended up happening was you'd give away an hour of your knowledge and time to a summit where there were like 40 plus speakers, you'd then be bombarded with all the promotional emails you had to send or were required to send. And you'd often get little to nothing in return, like really little or nothing. You'd either get very few people signing up to your list for the freebie or the thing that you offered, or you'd be basically promoting to your list like crazy and the other person would be reaping all the benefits. You might get some nice feedback on your session, but it didn't translate to list growth or sales of a product that you might have been promoting, or even affiliate sales if they were offering that program. Um, I have had some good successful ones that have been really well run, but most of the time they started to feel like a waste of my time. And over the years, you, you may have experienced this yourself, if you've ever been asked to speak at a summit, I've started to see more and more demands for what you need to do as somebody who has been invited to be part of the summit, as if you are this really privileged person to be in the summit. Oh my gosh, I'm sounding quite cynical here, but I really want to point this out because this was part of the reason why I designed my summit so differently, which I'll get to in a moment, is I got quite frustrated with it. There was often a demand for you have to have a list of 5,000 or more, which I get the premise behind it because they want people on board who are going to speak and give value, but also will have access to a community that you can really share this with. And that will build their list and the presence of it and just all the goodness that comes with it. I totally get it. But the demand and requirement that you had to often email your list at least three times, that you had to promote on social at least five times, all these demands and requests, I think, started to really put me off. So I started saying no to a lot of summits and took a break from them. But in my mind, I still knew they were such a great vehicle and tool to 
really put out some awesome content to create some really great relationships with people that you bought on your summit to position yourself as a thought leader or somebody who can at least connect with and interview thought leaders and experts to grow your list to make income and out of it to actually have an awesome product or course that you can continue to promote and use. And so I was really curious about what it would take to launch a summit. I have actually wanted to run one for years, but never got around to it. So yeah, I picked the time when I was pregnant to make this happen. And I'm super thrilled that I did. So this ran live from the 25th to the 27th of May, and we had about two and a half week build up to it. Obviously been working on it well before that. I conducted every single interview in April with just one being in early May. So I was quite organized on that front because I had seen from experience how stressful it was to have last minute speakers either not turning up or not having an interview with them or them not turning in a presentation because there are a couple of ways you can run a summit. You can do interviews, pre-recorded or live, and you can also have speakers submit presentations, kind of like workshops or masterclasses. I didn't want any of that hassle. I didn't want to be live streaming with people who may or may not turn up on time across all sorts of different time zones. I certainly didn't want people submitting their own presentations because I can't control the quality of that, but I knew that by interviewing them, I could. Because personally, I think after nine years of having a podcast, I'm a pretty damn good interviewer and I really, that is one of my things is bringing out the best in people. So another thing that I did differently was I chose to only have 10 speakers. I was one of the speakers. I ran my own session and it was more of a presentation training style all about pre-selling and creating awesome online courses and I was actually really proud of it. However, every other session with a speaker was an interview and I threw in two bonus interviews for people who bought the VIP all access pass that were killer about sponsorship, getting landing great sponsors. And the second one was around building wealth through property, which is something I'm actually really passionate about. People have asked me to talk about and I don't talk about enough. So more on that in future podcasts, I'm sure. But I really wanted the focus of the summit to be about how do you look at different ways to earn revenue and monetize you simply by being you and doing what you love. So I was very strategic about the 10 different ways that I brainstormed to do that because each of these have been an income stream for me at some point in my business. At one point, I did actually have 10 revenue streams, which was way too much, by the way. But I want to show people what's possible because there's so many different ways that you can earn money by being you. And I wanted to really create opportunity for people to think further outside of what they've been doing, to really look at all the opportunities that might suit them and their personality and their passions and what they're getting into and look at how they could layer some of these revenue streams into what they're doing and into their business. So I chose these in the end, it was 11 speakers and I didn't want to summit with 30 or 40 or 50 plus speakers. Frankly, I find those overwhelming. I knew it would be an incredibly stressful thing to organize. And I also really know my market and my ideal customer is time strapped focused. They want answers. They want specific answers. They want great strategies. They don't want 50 different ways to market to a fish. I don't know why I chose that as an analogy, but you get my gist. I also did something else completely different as I did not ask for anybody to promote. It was not a requirement. I didn't stipulate it and I made it really clear from the get-go that this was about sharing their goodness 
They value their expertise and their knowledge, shining a fantastic light on them, bringing more attention to them, and creating a super valuable summit where women would empower women. In fact, as I'm looking at my launch document here, I put the Monetize You Virtual Summit 10 Ways to Make 10K Per Month Simply by Being You is being held on May 25th to 27th and is designed to show women entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be the range of ways they can generate income and business by monetizing their skills, knowledge, expertise, and personality. As you well know, more women charging what they're worth and making more money in their business is what creates a better economy and world for us because when women succeed, everyone wins. With my personal mission to help a 1,000 women earn 10k a month or more and contribute at least 1% of their income to charities and causes they care most about that help lift up girls and women and in doing so create a ripple effect in their lives, this is why this summit is all about monetizing you. There are just 10 speakers for the summit, all interviews with Natalie, sharing the speaker's path to their current business model and the steps they took. So that's what I wrote as the overview of it. And then I intentionally went about finding these women. I had a few women in mind already, but first of all, I actually created the revenue streams that I wanted to talk about. So I knew that I wanted to cover off on digital products, online courses. I wanted to talk about self-publishing. I wanted to talk about speaking. I wanted to talk about blogging and more importantly, affiliate marketing. I wanted to talk about podcasting. Then I wanted to talk about memberships, I wanted to talk about coaching, and I wanted to talk about running an agency as well as being a service provider. And a bonus one that came in there after finding this awesome lady and seeing her in a summit, she runs summits herself, was around running VIP days. So it was very, very specific. And I broke them down over the three days that it happened. So the first day was about how to get paid to write, speak, podcast and blog. The second day was how to package your goodness into digital products, courses and memberships. That was the other one I just didn't mention before, sorry. And the third day was all about do you want to be a service provider? Would you like to run an agency? Do you want to create a coaching practice or do you want to have VIP days? So I actually was really happy with the structure and I think it made a lot of sense to a lot of people to be able to dive in where they felt it really resonated with them and just look at the potential. But it was also really well grouped, I think. And then people really enjoyed that. I think the biggest piece of feedback I had is that people literally went through and watched every single session when they made the time and blocked it out. And they also said that they chose sessions that they normally wouldn't have because it wasn't on their radar, but because they were curious about it, they went along to it and they were like, wow, this blew my mind and I hadn't even considered it as an income stream. So that was music to my ears. Then I went about finding the right people to do this. And I remember, for example, digital products, I interviewed Netta Talmore, who has just become one of my favorite, favorite people. She is an awesome lady. We are so aligned in terms of our love and desire for having a business that suits your lifestyle, for showing so much love to your customers, for simplifying your business. And what I loved about her interview is that She talked all about how to sell without selling and how to focus in on additional products that are super affordable and just have this one line of products that make total sense to other people, sell like hotcakes and produce a community of raving fans. And she was very clear about never wanting to coach and do all these other things. So I think for people 
who just loved to focus. It was a real breath of fresh air to hear how Netta has built this amazing, incredible business. Plus, I just love digital products. And I actually found her through Money Bootcamp with Denise Duffield-Thomas because I really liked how she responded to a post where a few people were talking about why they preferred high-level clients who paid them thousands of dollars versus people paying them not much for other products. And I really like how she advocated for she would far prefer a business of a $100 product with 5,000 customers than charging one customer $5,000. And she was kind of saying, I still think you get a great quality of person. It's all in the service that you provide and the product that you're creating and the person that you attract. And I just really liked her point of view and it was sassy. And so we got on this interview and we just had a blast. I knew straight away for self-publishing that I wanted to talk to Joanna Penn. She has been on my podcast. I have been on hers. She is one of the most successful self-published authors out there. She also has a podcast and courses and she does affiliate marketing. She does it all, but she's incredibly generous with her time and she is dedicated to people self-publishing and creating books, series and becoming authors and actually making a living from it. And That was the most important thing for me was to show people what it actually takes and it's hard work, but to become a six-figure author. And that interview was incredible because like Netta, she just dropped like so much value. I was blown away by the generosity of every single speaker. I was inspired by it and I learned so much. (laughs) For speaking, I actually had approached Carol Cox, who I'd recently been on her podcast and she dropped an amazing one on mine, all about getting paid to speak. And I actually asked her if she had some women that she knew who were speaking on different topics, not related to business, etc., that she could potentially suggest for a summit. She'd also run her own summit about this. And then in the end, I was like, actually, Carol, why don't you just come along? Because you, this is what you teach. You have a framework for getting your message out into the world. You're passionate about women understanding how they can get paid to speak and stand on these stages and really share their message in a powerful way. And so that interview was incredible. And then from there, I just really did have a few people in mind. Kate Cordsmeyer, I knew is the queen of six-figure blogging and also really great at affiliate marketing. I'm pretty damn good at affiliate marketing, but Kate takes it to the six-figure level and more. And so I was like, let's not just talk about blogging here. It's actually talk about affiliate marketing as a really relevant and viable avenue for earning income if you don't want to produce your own products, courses, services, etc. So I think that blew people's mind and opened their eyes. Plus her story is fantastic. And then Tasha Booth is lovely. And I had her on my podcast several months back, probably drop that episode again, just to share it. It was fantastic. And she has this inspiring story of being a virtual assistant and then growing this now seven-figure agency by pulling together a bunch of virtual assistants on her team to help coaches and consultants launch courses. So very specific, very niche, and just really impressive how she's gone about being a virtual assistant herself and in just sort of four to five years building this incredible agency. I take my hat off to her and it was just an awesome story because I really wanted people to see that as a potential for them. Some people have really big dreams and they want to scale. And I thought she would be the one to speak to that. And she did an amazing session. Then I talked to the one and only Sigrun, who has just built up an incredible seven-figure, close to eight-figure coaching business from starting out at $180 an hour to group coaching, to masterminds, to events. And it was a big personal story. But within that, Sigrun is so intentional and clear on 
her purpose of empowering women to earn more money as well. So I knew it would be really aligned and her story is inspiring and she is a great coach. And so that was fantastic. And then I approached Jordan Gill, who I had seen in a summit group and who had rave reviews from a lot of people because her focus is on VIP days where you charge several thousand dollars for a half or a full day with a client in your specialist area of expertise. And I just really love the model of working three to four days in a month and earning five or six figures even with one core offering of this VIP day. And I think a lot of people have been really drawn to Jordan. It's not her thing. She didn't create it. I've run VIP days in the past and really love them, but she has done an incredible job of packaging and promoting it as a viable thing for you to do, making it really appealing and showing you how to charge what you're worth and to do that. And for some people who don't want the full-time business or to create courses or to have passive revenue, but instead want to have these sort of high value days where people will pay for the speed with which they can get a result and implement in a day versus over several months, just kind of really blew people's mind and opened their eyes. And it's actually something that I will probably be reintroducing into my business just because she got me so inspired about why didn't I carry that on in the first place. And it actually came out of a health issue for her. And I just, I was thinking about all the people who might be mums or super time strapped or have health issues or really just want to work a few days a month, but earn really good money by providing a really valuable service. As I said, I talked about online courses, which I freaking love, and I feel like I nailed that that presentation. People were really responsive to it. And then I had Valerie Shootman come on to talk about podcasting because she's the head coach at Cashflow Podcasting, and they recently, here's a great way to get in, isn't it? Um, they recently featured me in 13 top coaches that you should really know about, and I love the Roundup article, and they wrote really, really good summary, and there were a lot of amazing women featured in that, and Then I looked at what they did. You know, they are one of many agencies who help you launch and grow a podcast, provide coaching around that, and also a done-for-you service. And Valerie has been in the game for a long time. We actually met something like seven or eight years ago at a podcasting conference. And what I loved is that her story, she didn't even have a big podcast, but she managed to get a ton of business through it, attract really high-quality people to her podcast, And then go on to build her business, which at the time was Facebook ads, with all these high-level, big names in the online marketing space who really appreciated her skill set. And she got all of that from this podcast that really didn't have that many downloads, but just used it as an incredible business tool. And that is what I've always seen. A podcast as a credibility booster, as a community builder, as a way to teach and educate and also to share amazing knowledge, interview incredible people, depending on what sort of a podcast you're doing, but also as a tool to create more business and get more people to know, like, and trust you, work with you, buy your products and services. And so that's really what we dove into on our session, and it was awesome. Okay, so I just wanted to take you through why I chose all those people. If I look at it, I knew most of them, apart from Netta, who is now a firm friend, and Jordan, who I didn't know at all. And I also didn't know Gwen Lane at all, who was in the VIP access pass talking all about sponsorships. And she rocked. And then I also didn't know Trupti Kajini. But I reached out to Stu McLaren, who's kind of the king of memberships. And I said, look, who do you have who's been through your tribe course, who's got a rocking membership, who is not teaching business? Because I was very mindful that I, I wanted to show examples of people who were in completely different industries, not all selling business services, right? 
And he's like, oh, yeah, Tripti, amazing. Based in India, watercolor artist, has done incredibly with her membership. Started out selling her own work on Instagram, now teaches other artists how to get into business for themselves, has her own watercolor line, just incredible. And so her story was just truly inspiring, beautiful, the rocketed growth that she has experienced in her days of just sharing some things on Instagram, getting commissions, and then this amazing business ride where she's been able to employ her husband and some of her family. She's super young, she's super motivated, and she's just delightful. And I loved sharing her story, but then also talking about the power of a membership with her. So I just got so much out of the summit myself, and I just knew it would be so valuable for people who were listening in. And then I also interviewed a friend, Sarah Weaver, who we've come to know each other as digital nomads online, and she'd been following me for years, and we had a mutual love of property, and we talked about that a lot. She's come in house at here. We've jammed on business a ton, business and property, business and property. And I was like, you know what? I'd really love to cover off on wealth building. And I initially wanted to have property investing and crypto investing as my two bonus topics, just to show other people what's possible. Once you've earned income and you've gotten to consistent 10K months, what do you do with that money? How do you make it work for you? Because this is my next level of evolution and helping women to really think that through and have financial freedom. So Sarah and I jammed big time on property investing because I've been doing it since I was like 21 and she's been doing it whilst being a digital nomad traveling the world with zero money down. So I think that was a little bit of an outlier, but one that I really hope people enjoy and visit at a time when it's good for them and get inspired about what is possible. Okay, so that was telling you how I chose the topics, the focus of the summit, found the speakers, reached out to them. Every single one of them said yes, which first off blew my mind. And second, I think they really appreciated that it was no promotion required. And that was one of my biggest learning lessons was because I said that after the interviews, because the interviews were so damn good and they could see how much quality and generosity was going to be in the summit, every single one of them turned around and said, I will promote it in some way. And some of those people, Netta, Carol, Joanna, Tripti, were amazing, Gwen, at promoting it. And it just blew my mind how generous people were after they could see the intention and desire behind the value of the summit. So that was an awesome thing to learn from my end. And I will do that again and again and again. Sure, I could have got more people on my list. Yes, I could have maybe made more sales had I asked for everybody to actually commit and promote, but that wasn't my intention. And I think it worked out incredibly well. So my big summit goals I wrote here was to leave a lasting impact on women's lives and show them what's possible. I had here as a stretch goal to grow our email list by 2,000 registrations for the summit and to be profitable. That was actually my biggest thing was I didn't care how much, but I just wanted to be profitable. To sell 100 all-access passes is about a 5% conversion rate and to gain, I think I had here, 20 new 10K club members. Now, those were big summit goals. They were completely pie in the sky. This would be amazing. I have no idea how to run a summit. I've never run one before. I had been in groups and I'd been looking at what results people had been getting. And some people will talk about, yeah, we added 5,000 people to our list and made 50K. But I was like, yeah, first time summit, not going for 40 um, speakers, not actually requiring anybody to promote. I'll just set my intentions a little lower. 
but you know stretch ourselves and then I had goals I'd be happy with because this is what I teach in my launch damn course accelerator is you should always have goals that you want to aim for and hit and then you should have big knock it out of the ballpark goals to stretch yourself so again it was the main goal was to leave a lasting impact on women's lives and show them what's possible to grow our email list by a thousand registrations to be profitable to sell 50 all access passes which is like a two percent conversion rate and to get eight new 10k club members and again this was very much kind of guesstimating at what might be possible so happy to share with you the final results because I'm all about transparency here so we had a thousand and thirty people register for the summit by the way I did almost zero ads I had actually hired somebody just before the summit to do the ads and they went AWOL that's another story I just decided to bless them and go okay well I'm going to have a shot at ads all I'm going to do is put up a short 15 second video I am not going to make it an ad conversion. I'm going to make it just an ad for engagement and spent all of $221 on a video ad that actually did send several hundred people to our summit page of which of those I cannot actually tell ended up being conversions, but I was actually happy with that. It did send a decent amount of traffic. I'm sure we got some conversions out of that. And to be honest, I ended up stopping them about four days in because I was like, you know what? People are finding the summit through the speakers through our promotion, let's just go for organic reach and see what we can do with this. I didn't want to skew it with paid promotion, and I'm really happy I made that decision. What was fascinating about that is we had a 40% conversion rate on the Summit homepage. So we had 2,600 visitors to this brand new site at monetizeusummit.com, monetize with an S, 40% conversion rate on that homepage, which I am thrilled with because that's high. It looked stunning. It looked sexy as anything. It was gorgeously designed thanks to my team and Rev in particular. I sort of said, here's what I'd like to look, and it came up gold standard. Because there were only 10 speakers on there, we could give them maximum amount of space and really dive into what their sessions were about. It was just a no-brainer why you wouldn't not sign up. We sold 102 VIP and all-access passes during the summit the whole way up to it. That was 43 VIP and 59 all access. So a fairly decent split there. They started at 47 and 97 for all access and VIP. And then they went up during the summit and then up again after the summit. But almost all of the sales came before the 25th of May, which I knew. And that was a conversion rate of 9.7%. So almost 10%, which is unheard of and awesome. It's way better than the 2% I had in my happy with goals and it's way better than the 5% conversion I had with in my stretch goals. So I was thrilled with that. It was also really exciting, I'm not going to lie, to have daily sales going ding, 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 ding. I mean, they weren't literally going ding, but if I had a ding, it would have been like the bell ringing all the time. It was just super exciting to see how people were responding to it and going, heck yeah, I'll buy an all-access pass to upgrade and get lifetime access to the videos and the audios. And on the VIP pass, they got transcripts, they got key summary notes, they got networking sessions, they got the two bonus extra interviews. And it was just a no-brainer that people would jump on that. And every single person who bought that has personally responded to me or in the Facebook group, which we created for this summit, or in messages shared how valuable that was and what a brilliant 
investment they'd made and that it was 100% the best money they'd spent because now they're still working through it. They get to go back and look at them to listen to them and it's just worth its weight in gold. We had 460 people join the Facebook group, which is slightly less than half of all the people who registered, which surprised me, but not everybody loves Facebook. Maybe they didn't feel the inclination to join there. It was actually totally worth being in the group because I went live each of the days with a summary and recap of the sessions, as well as a Q&A, as well as a giveaway. So it was a really good idea to be in there. Everybody introduced themselves who joined. It was really cool. There were just all these amazing women from around the world sharing what they did and who they were, and, and then also sharing what they were getting out of the summit and the sessions and what they were learning. And it was just a great energy in there. And, and luckily, Sunita was managing that super well. We asked a question for everybody who joined the group, who are you most excited to hear from? And that was really helpful for us to know which of the speakers appealed most. There was quite a broad range of what people were interested in. And it also depended on which of the speakers had promoted. You know, a lot of them were like, I love Netta, or I'm a huge fan of Joanna's, or I really want to listen to Carol. But also there were just people who were like, I'm interested in the blogging monetization, I'm interested in the speaking, and I'm interested in the digital products. So that has given me and our team really good data as to what were the most popular sessions and what people are looking for and need help with. We had four new members join the 10K Club, which was awesome. I realized that I had thrown a lot at them, a ton of value during that time, and that the short time period in which I asked them to you know, apply and join our club before the prices went up, which they now have, it was pretty intense. So I wouldn't necessarily change anything on that, but the four members who joined are amazing and the perfect kind of fit for our club. And I know there are at least three or four more who are joining at later dates. And we haven't even gone to tap into the opportunity of all the people who may not have even seen that. The invite was quite subtle. I did a live training the day after the summit finished. And the conversion rate on that was amazing, even though it was quite a small percentage of people who were there. So I think with bigger numbers and slight little bit more time delay between that, that could convert incredibly well. And the people who were at the summit are definitely people who are looking at it how to make more income and how to increase their revenue and how to 10x their own growth. So they are a perfect fit for the 10K Club. And I'm not discounting all the people who are still on our list and highly engaged that there's something there for them that I can offer or help them with, even if it's not becoming a member. So all up, we made around $6,500 in revenue, which was awesome. And after affiliate commissions, PayPal and Stripe fees, a little bit spent on software, a tiny Facebook ad spend, and the majority of being my team costs, we profited at about $2,113, which I was actually really thrilled with because we created this from scratch. Like we created an entire site from scratch and a membership site. We all put in between 15 to 40 hours and that excludes my hours by the way but I'm super happy with that and now for next time because we're definitely going to run this again we have everything set up we have the domain we have the design the branding we know all the things that we need to get on top of early we know exactly what's involved we know where we can cut down on things we know everything worked amazingly well there's literally nothing that I would change and it's all set up so next time it's going to be half the work but hopefully just as amazing with a new round of speakers and incredibleness. In addition to that, with the new members who came in on an average of five months in the club, it's like an additional $4,000 in revenue, and that's probably at a minimum. So actually, we're getting closer to six, seven grand there 
which is fantastic, and that's profit. <laughs> so I was thrilled because I've been in groups where I have seen people get quite a few hundred or a thousand or more people on their list, but really actually end up spending a lot more money, time, and having a lot more stress. And the fact of the matter is this was just fun. It was fun right up until one tech glitch where we needed to cache the site and people couldn't get on to access day two and it was 2 a.m. in the morning and for whatever reason I picked up my phone because I was awake as you do when you're pregnant and not sleeping super well and I was like oh crap something's gone wrong because people are emailing me going I can't see this and that was probably the biggest lesson I learned was have your support team take over the email even though we did say please contact support on those emails were coming to me because they'd come from me through ConvertKit. And actually, I was more than happy to get up at 2 a.m. and troubleshoot. And Netta, who was online, was amazing to help me out at that point because she's a whiz with WordPress. And you know what? Mercury and retrograde, full moon, all the stuff. I was actually pretty thrilled that that was the only major tech glitch and that people were incredibly patient and responsive to how quickly we got onto it. And I left the day one recordings up for an extra day and I extended the deadline on the day two recordings which people really appreciated so there's always a way around something and I think if you show love and appreciation and act quickly people are really forgiving and on top of that this was a free event for 90% of the people here so yeah can't fault anything else apart from that tech glitch which was incredibly frustrating to not have the solution for even Netta was stumped turns out it was a caching issue we got there in the end the biggest thing that's come out of this for me is twofold. The amazing quality of the summit and how well my team performed and pulled together has given me so much confidence as I go off into maternity leave in several weeks time that they've got this, that they're sorted, that we've had launches now and that we come together, we support each other, we do our best and we make things amazing. So that is invaluable as an experience. And second was the quality and integrity behind the summit and the level of feedback that we keep getting on how brilliant it was, how amazing the sessions were, how much people have been learning, how inspired people have been, everything, how great the member site looked, how easy it was to navigate, just the whole aspect of it. Just, I'm like blown away and it's exactly what I wanted. It's the exact intention that I had for how you can run a high-level, high-quality, high-integrity event that gives a ton of value. <sighs> I feel so proud. Wow, I'm just, just reveling in this, really, really thrilled with the, the team as well. We went through, we did all our stats. We looked at what worked really well. You know, social did actually make a big difference. We had UTMs during this launch, which are unique tracking management links in short. So you can actually say, did Instagram stories versus Instagram posts versus a Facebook post versus a LinkedIn post send us more traffic than the other. So you can actually tell what worked versus trying to guess. We know all our Google Analytics stats of how many speakers sent a ton of traffic our way, of which affiliates did really well. I haven't even talked about affiliates yet. I All the speakers got invited to be affiliates and then I just had a, a few hand-selected people actually from my 10K club or launch your damn course who really wanted to promote it. And it was thrilling to see some of them making sales and some of their first affiliate sales. Our open rates on email were incredible. Like I'm looking at here, 59%, 62%, and 41% click rates were through the roof. 
16, 18, 18, I mean, nuts. And still, we're getting really great open rates. The health of our email list is so much better than it was. People are engaged, they're excited, they're interested. There's definitely opportunities to work with people, make more sales, create more value, all the goodness. So what would I do differently? As I said, actually not a lot. I just think we really executed on the summit well. We had a lot of time, spaciousness, was very well organized. I definitely think having a global team is super helpful, but having somebody always available on a time zone at a time when something is going wrong or isn't going wrong, but you just need somebody to answer is is really important. I don't know how possible that is short of having somebody almost on every single time zone. My team are in France, England, Croatia, in the Philippines, and New Zealand. So nobody on the North American time zone, which probably would have been quite helpful. But also at the end of the day, if you pre-plan and you have as many things in place to support any things that might go awry and you deal with them quickly and promptly, people are, are really forgiving. And it's part of having a global business and a global audience and a global community. You simply cannot be everywhere and anywhere all the time. We will probably automate a few more things. We individually invited members into the All Access Pass and the VIP Pass, which was somewhat time-consuming. The key summary notes for the speakers on the VIP Pass were quite a lot of work to put together. I really take my hat off to my team for time-stamping these hour-long amazing interviews and then summary keynotes, which I did help with, but were a lot of work. The transcripts ended up being like 15, 18 pages and on the whole, they were pretty good. And I said, you know what, this is a case of done is better than perfect. If there's typos or mistakes, as long as people understand and get the gist of the interviews and all the goodness that was shared over that 60 minutes, these transcripts can be as good as they can be, but they don't have to be perfect because that would have taken like 40 plus hours. So I think knowing when to strive for perfection and when, you know, done is good enough and good quality is good enough. And I would probably next time round actually bring on other affiliates earlier. That was partly me just wanting to see how it was landing, see if any of the speakers would step up and promote, and they all did. But next time I would probably build a small army of committed people who believed in this, who have been through it, who might want to join to promote for the next time because it's far more preferable that people love something and then are willing to promote it. I think they get much better results than you ever could through advertising. It's just far more targeted. It's more personal and you get the right quality of person on board. So one of my ideas for the next summit, which I think I would like to run twice a year on this very focus of monetizing you, but there's so many niches that we can go down is yeah, building this army of people who are just like ready to be there because they had such a good experience with it either as an affiliate or as somebody who attended the summit and offering that up to them because in many ways that helps the cause of helping women earn more money, especially if they make referral fees and affiliate sales. They'd be my only pieces of feedback, I think. And just when you have something with so many moving parts, really good project planning helps. Sunita, who came on board to help and did a lot of the community management, shared a 75-step virtual summit checklist which was incredibly helpful but massive overkill and I said on the team meeting this week that we had when we were recapping I said I think we can actually get this down to about 40 steps which also still sounds like a lot but when you just think about all the the things that you have to test and do and set up that felt a lot better to me and so just continuing to refine improve and optimize the process to focus on what we do best 
I'm personally looking forward to just continuing to interview kick-ass people in a very, very focused, specific way to get to the heart of monetization and helping people earn more money and make more impact. And also, for me personally, this was just an event that was in my wheelhouse. I love interviewing people. I love getting the best out of them. I love projects and launches that are live and engaged and bring people together for a common purpose. So can't say enough good things about running a summit. Just a really awesome experience to go through. Would highly encourage you to consider one for yourself. If you're listening to this, this is episode 121 of the Untapped podcast. So you can come across to nataliesisson.com forward slash podcast where you'll see all the podcasts or just nataliesisson.com forward slash 121. And we are also going to make this into a full length breakdown review analysis blog post because I know for some people they would want to read all of this. Most of it's in the launch document. So we will work on that. That'll probably be out not long after the time of this recording, but definitely it will be coming and I'll share that with my community. So make sure you're signed up to my list. Check out monetizeusummit.com. It is in evergreen mode now and we've just got the VIP access pass available for you because it's incredible and it's well worth it. And I just don't want any of these sessions to go to waste. And the more people who listen into them, take action, implement from them, the more money women are going to make and the more potential and inspiration and confidence and goodness is going to come all of our way. So if you're listening to this, please share it with a friend. If you haven't even visited it yet, go and just check out the speakers, just the way we structured it, how everything looked. It was just amazing. It was amazing, amazing, amazing. And I'm very grateful for the experience. And it's a perfect way to top off kind of the big events for this year, even though we're just in June, um, the big events for this year in my business before I head into maternity leave and leave my very capable team looking after our beautiful 10K Club members and continuing to put out great content, including this podcast, which I'll be batching like crazy episodes throughout the whole time and throughout the whole year. So don't worry, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah talking this out to you through my podcast has just reminded me what an awesome experience this was. So I will also link to a couple of podcasts in here with people that I have interviewed before about virtual summits because they also had years of knowledge and experience behind it. And just if you're curious about it, I can shed some more light on that for you. And just really would suggest that you consider this as a, I think, you know, what's so cool about summits is if you don't have any particular experience at this point, but you feel that you could interview or get in front of some pretty amazing people or thought leaders, you know, they don't even need to be big names or celebrities or have a huge following. They just have to be generous with their time and nature and have some really great things to teach. It is a fascinating and fantastic way to pull together a product based on other people's expertise. If you don't have your own product yet and you haven't defined your niche or your expertise. So just putting it out there for you, it would be a great way to start a business. And actually, I know of some people who just run summits and that's all they do. Shout out to Krista Miller, who I am in her free group around summits. She has an awesome product called Summit in a Box. I did not purchase it, but I know that Sunita, who was on my team, did. And so many people say it's amazing. And she has a group of people who are running summits and it's just been a really great place to hang out and where I'm going to share these results too. But yeah, we'll also mention her in the show notes because if you are serious about this, she has a course all about how to do this with templates and swipe files 
and just a ton of value that people seem to really value and I value her. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Over and out. Have an amazing week. Tap into your potential. Get paid to be you. Live big. Live juicy. I'm Natalie Sisson. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>